I'm dangerous. These niggas be hating. I'm doing no favors. I need a vacation. I grind on the daily. These niggas be hating. I'm doing no favors. I need a vacation. I grind on the daily. These niggas be hating. I'm doing no favors. I need a vacation. You know time for wait. Ain't doing no favors. I'm just chasing this paper. You, you already know what it is. You're listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. And it's your girl, Imani. And today, we got a very special guest with us in the building. We got DJ Dutch. How you doing? What up? What up, bro? What up? Man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. How's everybody else doing? Living my best life per usual. You already know how it be out here. I feel you. I feel you. How's everyone's weekend? First of all, first of all you didn't even recorded. let her respond. He's my going. fault. My fault. Imani. I'm <laughs> sorry. Let him I'm rock. excited. <laughs> disrespect. My fault. My fault. Oh, um, I'm... Mm. I'm in today. I'm not feeling too well. Kind of under the weather, but, you know, I'm pushing. Same old day. My what's wrong? No bitch, be you said what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong? I'm just doing a lot, and I think my body's, like, starting to, like, be affected and trying to be like, yo, you need to chill out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. You got to rest. Well, congrats on your past two performances that you had. Blessings. People in the streets don't know about that, so it's That's called congrats true. on your shit. Since, since, wow. Since she's doing mad shit outside of this podcast. Me, I'm just a bum ass nigga, and this is the only thing I do every wow. week. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Nah, but really, what's that? What's how's how's everybody? The vibes good? We're good. We're ready to have a dope yeah, show. Yeah, vibes smooth. Yeah. Ready. Questions that you already know. You right. know the vibes. We're living our best life for a reason. Yes, sir. All right, I like that. Dutch, this is your first time on the show, so give the people a little background info about yourself. Well, I go by the name of DJ Dutch. Um, I'm coming out of the Somerville, Cambridge region, born and raised. Um, Went to PHA, obviously, you know, with my boy Devin over here. So um, I started DJing about five years ago in college. Um, yeah, I mean, I used to be a dancer before. Um, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, you know, Devin, you already yeah, know I the forgot. time. You, you I, know I used to dance, Devin. I you forgot know, was, about that part of you. My yeah, fault. I mean, Dutch, Dutch with the cornrows, you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah I was, used to be a dancer. <laughs> I used to be a dancer, all that. Dutch. So, yeah, started DJing in uh, college and stuff like that. Um, and I've just been taking off ever since, you know, so. Real quick, real quick. So you said Somerville, Cambridge line. Which one do you claim more? Honestly, I claim Cambridge more than Somerville. I had way more Cambridge friends than Somerville, so. Are you a Fords nigga? I'm not choosing sides. Okay. Nice. <laughs> you feel me? I love the four. You feel me? I love the four. You feel me? Nigga almost you got the whole got, studio shot. Yeah, up. bro. I'm, not, I'm all set. You feel me? Yo, I got to ask that question, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm not in the streets, bro. You feel me? I'm a DJ. So, so uh, I, like I rep the four sometimes. You feel me? But that's where I was really raised. That's where my cousin, you feel me? She lived in the in the P. I uh, went to Cambridge Boys and Girls Club right on Windsor. So I was always in the four more than the five. So. I hear it. But so I got people in the five, got people in coast. You feel me? All love. This man well traveled. I hear it. Right. <laughs> Connections. <laughs> well I like traveled that. around Cambridge. Cambridge <laughs> is a big city, bro. Yeah, it's oh, big it's a big ass city. city. But nah, so you said you was a dancer and now you're a DJ. What what happened to make that transition a thing for you? Honestly, dancing out here, it died. Like it died at some point. Like mm. I remember there was just a wave where everybody was a dancer. Like next thing mm-hmm. you know, this one nigga was a dancer. This nigga was a dancer. So I don't know. I had to find a way to like switch it because the my it was music that really like drove me. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I was like, how can I transfer this? How can I keep this music thing going? And you know, and back in high school, I was always like playing with virtual DJ a little bit. So I would drop a mix here and there, but 
it was nothing crazy. I wasn't really calling myself a real DJ like that, but you know, people over here in high school calling me DJ Fat Lips. See, I'm happy. I you are, yeah, bro. You even have to say it. Bro. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm I here, bro. I don't want to bring that up. Yo. I don't know. I don't know why that was a thing, bro. But everybody was calling wow. me DJ Fat Lip in, in high school, and you know what? It's all good now. I, mean, I, hope, I hope you flame them next year. Right. I don't even gotta flame them, bro, because they already know what time it is now. That's you know? I'm gonna say you Sick. grew into the lip. Yeah, bro. Of course I grew the fuck in there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you feel me? Time. Real gallus thing. You feel me? You grew into the lip, my nigga. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, bro. Like, um, yeah, I really wanted to find a way to just transfer, like, this this, this wave of music that I love. So I was just like, okay, let me just keep trying this DJing thing. I started DJing in college, like, the dorm parties and stuff like that. Uh, I went to Salem State. Uh yeah, doing all the dorm parties and baits and stuff like that. One time, it was like a freshman year. I think it was like the first party of the semester, honestly. And everybody thought I was a junior because it was just a wave, just a whole wave, a whole line of like freshman students, sophomore students just trying to go to baits real quick. And I was just guiding them all there. I started spinning over there, and people was like, yo, you might as well become a DJ. So I ran with it, no cap. Mm-hmm. You and it guys, worked out. Yeah, you guys would... We guys wouldn't even believe what was my first name. I'm gonna need to hear that. What was the first name? I don't know if I should expose myself like that. I mean, no, 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 no. You already, no, 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 You gotta expose yourself now. Once you put Fallon out there, I feel like all bets off. All bets are off. All right. So, I originally tried to come out as a DJ, calling myself DJ P Dub, because you know my name's Paul. No, 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 that's not it. That's not it, bro. You feel me? That's dead. You feel me? I like DJ Dutch, but yeah, I like it DJ works. Dutch. That, that, shit smooth. that shit smooth, real, real smooth. <laughs> so talk about your come up as a DJ, who you came up under, who was like, if you had mentors, anything mm-hmm. like that, and just your process coming out through the streets, because there's a lot of DJs in, all, in um, Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. in general, so climbing up. Go ahead, talk about that process. Um, starting off, I had nobody, honestly. I actually just... Grew up listening to Storm, DJ Storm, um, DJ Mo Better. They coming out from Malden and Everett and stuff like that region. Um, yeah, I l- just listened to them all the time. And then I just bought a set. Literally, I was just like, I'm going to go on Amazon and buy a quick set, quick controller. And then, um, I don't know, I just started spinning in my dorm all by myself, just practicing hard body, like, for hours Like I'll get my Homework assignments Out the way And then just start Practicing for hours I didn't care What was going on Around me um, Yeah I just loved The music And then from Salem State I just started Getting mad connections I started Building a network From Salem State I started Instead of doing Dorm parties I started doing Hall parties Instead of the Hall parties I started doing Like baby showers And weddings And stuff like that Like people just Started to get To know my name I started doing This with a lot Of like free charging like i did not charge at all like just to get wow. your name out just there. to get my name mm-hmm. out there okay it was so bad to a point like i thought i had no supporters you know what i'm saying um it was a point in salem where i was like okay i got this gig in cambridge i have no ride you feel me i need somebody to come through and um come through and help me out real quick everybody's like i i don't i don't know is the party gonna be lit like first off, nigga, <laughs> how am I gonna know? There's no, 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 no party. Show the party's gonna be lit, bro. Like, 
that makes no sense. How am I supposed to know the party's gonna be lit? First so. of all, no DJ, no party. Right. Feel me, like, like nigga, if you're asking me if it's lit, you're asking me if I'm lit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not like I'm I'm telling them to like do that shit for me for free, like as a favor. I'm like, yo, I'll give you bread, bro. Like I'll make sure you're good. And you hungry, bro? Like I'll buy you food, everything. You feel me? Everybody was just dubbing me that day. It was crazy. I was just like, you guys. It's not like you guys don't have the time. You feel me? It's just like. It's not lit. I'm not lit for you. You feel me? There's other parties. They're trying to go to other parties. I'm like, damn. So I ended up having to hold my controller. I had two speakers. I had a bag of stands, like speaker stands, and uh, a bag of wires. And I took two buses all the way to Cambridge from Salem. That's damn. like a, I said, all the shit in my hands. Damn. Nah, like that's some hour, dedication. That's an hour, 30-minute ride just for me to do that shit for free. Sick. Did you get a ride back at least? Right. Nope. <laughs> so how's this? Same two buses? Two buses? I stayed my ass back in. I was about to say. Some, <laughs> yeah. some of them real quick. I was like, all right, yeah. So we back at the crib. I'll come back to Salem like tomorrow. So, so after dealing with that, you probably have a chip on your shoulder. Big facts. Man, I just look at it as like just work, to be honest. I look at it as work. Like God doesn't put you through things that you can't handle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I just looked at it as work, like, okay, this is gonna pay off later on, watch, you feel me? So I just kept hustling, I kept doing what I had to do. Like, if I had to keep doing a free gig, if I could squeeze out a little bit of bread, if I could open up to, at this gig here, open up for this DJ here, then by all means, I'm gonna do it, you feel me? Just to get my, my sound out there. I wanted to get creative, I wanted everybody to hear it. So it's starting to help out now, it's starting to work out. So your success pretty much um, <clears throat> strives off your hustle pretty much. Because oh, if bro. you're just taking a bunch of gigs, eventually your name is gonna get heard if you're doing all these gigs. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of yeah. how you'd say how you yeah, push it's, your way up. It's more of a it's like a, a life type of like trait. Like you have to use that technique in order to like just live. Like you gotta hustle. Like no matter what you're doing. Like I just wanted to make it like my craft. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Make a, my ha- my craft a certain type of hustle. Not just my only hustle, but the one that I'm like. Mm-hmm. Looking way more forward into Like that's my dream hustle So It's literally how much you put your mind to it To be honest And I just got to I zoned in I didn't care what anybody had to say I wasn't getting too many bad reviews But You know At first you know You starting off You don't know what you're doing too much mm-hmm. So I was doing a whole lot of scratching And stuff like that in the beginning Because like I said I wanted to be like Storm Wanted to be like Mo Better And I had to take in <coughs> criticism from people around me, like my friends, and not to mention those DJs. Like, they helped me out with, like, just advice. They didn't, like, teach me how to spin, but, like, they would tell me, like, hey, keep it going, you're doing good. And then I started eventually seeing them at their gigs, and then eventually I started spinning at their gigs with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just, like, a build-off. And so I don't know, I commend them. So what was, like, the turning point for you for when you really started getting your name out there and really started getting noticed? Because um, now, like, when I hear, like, everyone knows DJ Dutch, in my opinion. That's like, big facts. <laughs> from Bridgewater to Salem State, like, Everybody you, you well-known everywhere, in my thank opinion. You, so you've you. done a great job. So what, what was that turning point for you where that actually happened? Honestly, I would say the turning point was when I left Salem State, I had a couple, like, college gigs under my belt a little bit. Not too much, probably, like, two or three. I left Salem State, and then I started doing um, what is called Naga Nightclub back then. I think it's called La Fabrica now. It's in Cambridge mm. on Central, mm-hmm. in Central yeah. Square. Uh, yeah, once I hit Naga Nightclub, because that was really big, like, they was really having, like, big parties, like, every, like, Tuesday, every Friday, every Saturday, like, 
It was crazy. Sundays, like, that was the spot to go in Cambridge. So once I got the connect out of there, shout out to Natalia because she put me on. Um, once I got a gig out there, they let me open up in Naga, and I just boomed. Like, they wanted me back. It was like, oh, this kid's different. Like, mm. oh, bring him back. Oh, yeah, bring him back next week. And then um, I started getting, like, little clubs all around the, like, around the area. When I was, like, 19, I finally seen, like, the Boston Strip. Like, so, like, Cure, Bijou, mm-hmm. um, what was the other one? Guilt, Venue. Yeah, I was 19 DJing in those clubs, bro. I'm not going to tell you, like, which promoters booked me for them, so, because, you know, they might get in trouble, but. Well, you're not supposed to be there at 19. Oh, bro, it's 21 plus no, clubs. You got to think, you gotta <laughs> think yeah, about it. Yeah, like, bro, nah, it's slow, bro. Nah, it's slow. It's slow. Like, Damn. it's. Not for real, slow. Like they got the ID, like verification. Like they'll slide your ID in there real quick and make sure you're good. They don't care. Like I had to make sure I was there like nine o'clock before like security until I started getting cool with the bouncers mm. at the time. So they was just like, oh yeah, yeah, you're a regular. Go ahead, go do your thing. You feel me? So, do you have residencies in any of these clubs? Uh, nah. It's kind of a like, it's a real battle in there. It's like it's a lot more rather than like battle of skill. I would say it's more favoritism in Boston right now. Mm. Are you? Uh, would you say you're like? cool with the people that run those clubs yeah yeah i would say like some of the promoters over there i'm cool with them you yeah. feel me they booked me uh shout out roy afrique uh shout out kj um pretty ugly entertainment afrique events shout out alvin uh drip events um, i would say oh yeah shout out new joe new world um yeah with these promoters and stuff like that now like i have a good connection with them now uh yeah, I mean, I haven't been in the clubs too much. I've been doing a lot more colleges right now, mm-hmm. um, a lot more like out of state gigs, like in Providence and stuff. So, I mean, it's so it's it's nice, but I'm I'm loving this little college tour. So, so what's the next move for DJ Dutch? Next move for DJ Dutch, um, right now, I'm actually uh, starting a nice little DJ series that I got mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if people notice, but there's been like a whole lot of like DJ controversy on social media in the Boston region. Um, I've been holding the. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was about to say I yeah, don't know shit about that. Yeah. No, no, speak <laughs> on it. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to speak on. This. I know what yeah. you're doing, but the the controversy part, I don't know shit about that. So like, <laughs> go ahead and explain for the people that don't know. All right, so boom. So there's a whole lot of contra- controversy going on for this DJ competition because I made a I put a list up of like just like. A, it started off at like 60 DJs went down to like 100 DJs um of just people voting to see like who would they like to see in the series mm. but i don't know where people got it fucked up but like niggas just started looking at this at the list like oh this is the top DJ list like this is trash real quick <laughs> real quick real quick what's the series about though oh, like for trust the, you know what i mean oh yeah so the DJ series is called run the track mm-hmm. you feel me ma uh this DJ series is basically going to have 12 uh, DJs from Boston that are favorited our, or they show their mechanics as well. Um, I'm holding a contest to see which the 12 like final uh, contestant DJs that will be in the series. Once the series start, we'll be showing them, showing the DJs like where they live, uh, where they grew up, um, how they spun, how they decide, uh, decided to start spinning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Not to mention, like, we're going to go to their crib. We're going to see how they spin when they're at the crib. We're going to see how they spin when they're at their lit event. Um, and there's obviously going to be drama in between because, 
little do everybody know like the boston scene is just really ran by boston djs when it comes to like controversy drama like entertainment it always revolves around boston djs or promoters so funny yeah (laughs) i was like yo there's just too much boston dj culture out here like dj culture out here in general for the world to not see you know what Mm. i'm saying see my question was if you see if you weren't cool with uh, like promoters and people running the clubs i was gonna ask you why you think these boston clubs are so trash most of the times (laughs) but um because me personally i feel like um i feel like when not not when because i haven't been to a party ran by you and I haven't been to a club or a party ran by any of the DJs that mm. I know who are normally dope. But for some reason, when I go to a, a venue like uh, Venue or Bijou mm. or Cure or uh, spots like that. The clientele, bro. Mm. Ah, but, I, but I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like the DJs can move the crowd even if the clientele is whack. Even if Absolutely. the crowd is whack, I feel like the DJ can get it bumping. You feel he me? He has so to feel the crowd. I, I see what they would like. And I feel like the crowd and the vibe is trash. I feel like it's the DJ's responsibility to change that. Mm-hmm. And when I, the reason why I don't go out to like Boston clubs in general is primarily because I'm in Boston. But I know there's so many hot DJs out here. So like... I just don't know if I'm not getting the evite to the right clubs. <laughs> if they're like spinning at these exclusive joints, I don't know about. But I don't know. I feel like a regular Friday, Saturday night, you got to know exactly what spot to go to if you're looking for a think, quality night. I think um, some of the DJs are just scared to like take risks. Like try try to get out their comfort zone, see what else works besides what they've been doing. That's my personal opinion from my experience being in, in the clubs in Boston because like I go to like Cure, Bijou, Venue, Storyville. I'll hear the same music. Yeah, two of those spots. Two out of mm-hmm. four of those are trash to me. I, I won't say which ones because no, I don't know who no, you got no. ties to. No, <laughs> two no. out of four of those places are trash to me. I feel you 100%, but it's just like I feel like the DJs just are scared to, you know, take risks, go out their comfort zone. That's really mm-hmm. what I think, but he could probably speak on it more. Nah, honestly, that's true. Um, there was a lot of truth to your insight as well. Like, this is a DJ's job. One time, shout out the promoter, uh, Darius Benders, uh, as a primetime promoter. That, that man pays me on time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he runs KGB. Um, mm. But, like you were saying, it's definitely the DJ's job, you know what, what I'm saying, to move the crowd. <laughs> but it's also the promoter's job to know what kind of crowd they're bringing in. I know what crowd I'm about to bring into that into that club, you know what I'm saying? Because I got people personally hitting me up telling me they're pulling up. You know what I'm saying? And there's always also a guest list and stuff like that. So, but with the promoters, like, I'll give it to them. Like, not only do they have to get people in there, they got to know what kind of crowd they're bringing in there for that certain night. So it all depends on, like, the weather of the day or it depends on who's DJing. If you have the right DJ uh, for this type of event, for, for this crowd that's coming in, you don't know what kind of crowd's coming in. People are just coming from all different types, like, different parts of, like, Boston, even out of Boston, they just want to go have a good time. You know what I'm saying? So they all have a different preference of music. So do you have the right DJ that can show the versatility, you know what I'm saying? Show the versatility to make that happen. And I'm not going to say nothing, but shit, I haven't been in the club for a minute. So So you're saying college is the better move for you right now, the college parties? No, not even that. It's just like, it's just, I've I've just been honestly hit with so much demand for college parties i don't i don't know what i've been doing i think because this summer yeah because to be honest i haven't i haven't been working a nine to five i've been taking this full force since january and i've been book 
worked out ever since mm-hmm. honestly like i put that as my main goal and i have like three four gigs every weekend mm-hmm. so um i don't know what i've been doing i guess i've been doing it correctly because once the school semester started it was just like boom boom this college this college this college okay this club wants to book me because this college is close by you know what i'm saying so I don't know. I guess my name's ringing more bells. I don't know if I'm starting to, you know, post more videos. Before, I used to be mad camera shy, so I wasn't, like, you know, posting my media and stuff like that. But recently, I've, uh, I've been yeah, doing you've my been thing. you posting your Bro. videos. <laughs> okay. I've been doing Having a whole blast. All right. We're in social media. <laughs> All right. Yo, I, I, added, I added this man today on Twitter. Oh, my God. Fam, legitimately an hour went by He's after I different. added him. He flooded my timeline with tweets. <laughs> this is one of the most reckless niggas I have ever seen oh, on Twitter. And I couldn't be happier. Like, thank you. <laughs> I need that for the timeline. That real shit. gives no fucks. Bro, honestly, that's what Twitter's for. Like, it I, is, I, yeah. I'm supposed to be here talking about what's on my mind. Literally, when you go to go tweet, it says in blanks before you start tweeting, tweet what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know what I mean? I'm thinking about a little ass shaking, okay? I'm thinking about, all right, this dumbass <laughs> over here talking crazy. Like, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a say it real quick. I'm outspoken. I'm a Leo. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, a Leo gang. You know I got to tap up for that. You, know you feel me? Nah, I got I to gotta bring it back to your show, to, uh, mm. the contest, right? Mm. So is it a contest or are you gonna like be uh, cutting people off every week? Like, how does that work? Like, how long is that? How long is it supposed to be? Are you doing be? cameraman oh. boot camp? Oh yeah, we got. <laughs> we got like niggas five. gotta know how to run. <laughs> oh yeah, trust me, trust me. We got like five cameramen in stash right now. Um, I'm about to get them all set up to get ready to filming for filming in December because the contest will be ending uh, late November. Okay. Uh, right now we're in round two, but I'll start explaining about round one again. Um, it was more about favoritism just your online crowd you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying how much do you have an online crowd of like where's your reach so i posted it out there i have a decent you know reach towards a lot of people um <clears throat> in the boston region but nonetheless uh i make sure um i try to like share it and repost it for other people to see mm-hmm. uh tell people to uh share it as well so other djs can see it so uh it really picked up at first, you know, so I, I really touched base with a lot of DJs out here. So uh, it ranged from like 60 DJs. I didn't even know we had 60 DJs out here. And then the next day went up to like 100. And I was so confused. I was like, where did all these DJs come from? I didn't even know this culture. So I got to ask, like when you when you narrow it down to 12, right? How are you going to choose who the winner is at the end of all that? Like, yeah, what are you oh, looking yeah, for? Literally, those 12 mm-hmm. are the winners. They will oh, all, oh, okay, yeah, okay, they okay. Will all be featured okay, and run you. the track. Uh, round one, hundred DJs. Um, I had okay, to, I, it, I, I had to like tally everything, every vote down by myself. Um, I made sure I kept a good, like accurate, like listing at all times. I was on my phone for seventy two hours. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Um, once I, I had gave them the deadline, you had enough time to vote your DJ in, and you had to tell your friends to get yourself, get him more votes. You only could pick one. You could pick your DJ, you feel me? But you could also pick another DJ. For, but you only get one vote for each DJ. Mm-hmm. So I had to let it be fair. Once they showed the final listing at the deadline, I cut off 50 DJs. I like that. And they were salty. <laughs> I wouldn't be too. <laughs> I like and everybody was looking at me like I was the like I was the bad guy. And I'm like, bro, like that's your crowd. This is what your people said, fam. Like, <laughs> that's your people. <laughs> people didn't show out for you. They, sorry. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do? I just put it out there in the light. I, I'm sorry, but you feel me? So it's like you could have backed out. I would have took your name out. You could have hit me real quick, but everybody decided to get salty, you know, 
not everybody, but a lot of DJs were salty. A lot of people didn't understand. A lot of people weren't reading instructions. Um, but it's it's okay. It's all love. Um, for the DJs that didn't make it, there's always season two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There were so many DJs, so I I already see myself making at least three to four seasons. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But uh, to move to keep talking about the rounds, uh, round two. Now we're round right now we're in round two. I actually got a internationally known DJ uh, to help me out with some judging because now they're gonna sh- post like a two minute clip of themselves spinning live. They got to show their versatility. They got to show scratching, cue selection, uh, loops, blends, transitions, all that. You can do all that in two minutes? Oh, yeah, I posted it. I posted a nice little example. Okay. Yeah, so if you want to show <laughs> yeah. later on, we can, okay. we can do that. Yeah, so I posted a nice little example like yesterday. Um, and uh, I just want every DJ that's that made it to round two to make sure they actually do this before, uh, do this by November 14th. Because that's the deadline. Because I have that internationally known DJ. He's waiting for these videos. Um, I don't want anyone to back out. I don't want anybody to be scared. Just don't use that example video. If you look at that example video and you get scared a little bit, don't. Because it's supposed to be how you spin. Talk on the mic. Do whatever you got to do. You know, if you're not too crazy and scratching, you can just blend. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're, you're trying to showcase for us and you think is good enough to make it to the next round, do it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's your style. That's what I want. And then... um. After this round, by November 14th, I'll be cutting off another 20 DJs. Hmm. So we'll be going down to 30. And then round three will literally be the uh, passion test. You really got to talk to your crowd and you got to post a video why you want to DJ. Why, what, is, what is DJing for you? Because DJing saved my life. You know what I'm saying? DJing saved my life. This is my passion. This is, this is what I want to take all the way. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't play with it. You know, this is my job. You know what I'm saying? So don't call yourself a DJ if you don't have the heart for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a whole type of, this is too deep. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather give everybody a chance to tell the world why you want to be a DJ. Why do you, what is the purpose? So if it's like, if you wanted to be D, be a DJ to feed your family, by all means, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make sure you're cool with the art with it. If you, if you wanted to get like bitches off of this shit, bro, like, <clears throat> that's not gonna help you You feel me Like you might make it By all means I'm not gonna knock your hustle bro But like That's not what it's here for Not for me Not not this show You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. So I need everybody Who makes it to that final 30 Show themselves You know what I'm saying Show show why you wanna DJ Show what the art of DJing is for you So So I have a question What made you Wanna come up with this platform Like why do we need Run the track Why did you feel like This was needed in Boston Boston, as a whole, as a state, we're lacking compared to other states. Indeed. We don't have, we do not have a market for entertainment. That is a fact. Whatever, whatsoever. What record label have you heard from Boston? Damn. That's up. We working on it. You see what we trying to we do? Working on it. <laughs> nah, like, I hear you one hundred percent, fam. We got, yeah, we got a couple like you know superstars, you know, that's making it out of here real quick. Like I would say, cousin Stiz, Bia. Uh, even uh, trade a kid, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But if you notice, except for Cousin Stiz, you know, that's a real nigga right there. Everybody else, I don't see them claiming Boston like that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I don't blame them, you know what I'm saying? Because Boston is, in the city itself is so negative, you know what I'm saying? So you want to always just branch away from negativity. 
So I don't blame them for not trying to claim Boston because when they actually do, there's always like trials and tribulations or controversy. Like why somebody like why can't you big him up instead of like put him down? Like he made it. You know what I'm saying? He made it out of here. At least he got to the next step. Every other state is doing that. You know what I'm saying? So and we don't even have a, a system where they can fall. You know, like even if they were going through controversy, they don't have like that foundation where they could just be like, okay, we're in a rocky steady, we're in a steady space, we can keep going forward. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They gotta go somewhere else for it, and that's not cool. You feel me? Like that's why I'm like, Boston has the talent. We just need to have a system, and we just need to get it out there. So, DJing is definitely a big part of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Without an artist, without the DJ, your artist is not gonna boom like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's up to that DJ to play the artist's track. You know what I'm saying? So, have you been um have you been offered to be a tour DJ for anybody yet? Um, or would you? I'm trying to think, nothing crazy yet, honestly. But would you? Absolutely. Um, I've really been trying to get in touch with uh, I don't know if I should say that yet. Nah, yeah, yeah, I can't say that yet. You know, can't jinx it. Make moves, not announcements. You feel me? Yeah, definitely, but um. I would definitely be a toy DJ for artists. Um, I got local artists out here like Fill My Cup, Don DZ, uh, that if they ever needed a DJ, they know they can holler at me. They can holler at DJ Nice. They can holler at Bunnan. So those are my dogs, and I know they're going to go far. And King. Can't even lie. And King. Um, Yeah, they're going to go far. So Mm -hmm. I'll be there for them. Well, I have one more question. Uh-huh. Um, for any upcoming DJs that like are trying to make their name out here, what would you tell them as like word of support or any life lessons as you being a DJ, someone who's finally has his name out there uh-huh. and is making moves within Boston? What would you tell them? Young DJs, right? Yeah. Upcoming. Anybody that's trying to DJ. Stay humble. Because somebody out there will humble you. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be somebody better than you. Always. So always make sure you stay humble. Whatever opportunity you get, appreciate that opportunity. Go pray to God and be like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know when that next kid's going to come through. There was a point in time where, like, a couple years ago, like, I went through a quick drought. Like, I went through, like, a whole, like, month or two. Like, no gigs, like, whatsoever. I was like, what the hell's going on? And it had me had me like do a quick switch i was like i was too comfortable where i was you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. don't ever get too comfortable Facts. and honestly practice just practice by all means like i haven't been able to be like you know practicing as much because you know once you start getting like a whole bunch of shows and a whole bunch of like contracted like gigs in the week uh you're just literally on the road so whenever i do get a chance like if i'm home if I'm not working or doing anything else, I'm going to go practice. I'm going to go hop on the set. Mm-hmm. But by all means, if you're starting off, practice as much as you can because literally this happens overnight. It happens overnight. I started learning how to scratch overnight. Mm-hmm. I was practicing it, and then I got it. Once I woke up, I woke up. I was like, it's 4 in the morning. I was like, I can hear this shit in my head right now. Let me just try to put this shit on the, on the turntables, and it happens. Just keep practicing, so. All right, where I got to ask this one question because mm. <clears throat> you haven't talked about it yet, but I am curious to hear about it. Mm. So what it was like, what was it like um, DJing for like big events such as like blackouts or <laughs> carnival or like shit like that? 
big events like that where you came from being the small G DJ. Mm -hmm. And I feel like kind of when you're at that spot, DJing at stuff like Blackout and like mm -hmm. the carnivals and shit like that, that's I kind of that's kind of what solidifies you in the city. So like, mm -hmm. what was it like? What was your experience when you went through all that? Honestly, once I started doing those events, I would still be nervous at first. You know, I, I got like butterflies. But I was in the back of my head. I was like, I know I'm I'm like born for this because mm -hmm. as soon as I got to this to the where I was supposed to be the booth for each event, it would just disappear because usually with these big events, I always make sure I have my support team behind me. You know what I'm saying? So if I have my support team there, they're also like my show members. You know what I'm saying? Because when I DJ, I don't look at it just as a party. It's a show. I'm putting on a show. You know what I'm saying? So, because everybody's focused onto the stage. If your stage is not lit, then the party can't be lit too. You know Facts. what I'm saying? So, that's why I asked about standing on top of that stage. We yeah. got the entire university standing you got, at you. I had literally. Or on top of the truck in the middle of the parade. Thousands. Just looking down on everybody. Thousands. That must be a dope experience. Bro, yeah. thousands of people. You know what I'm saying? Thousands of people just. Waiting for you to what? Wait, waiting for you to hear what's, wait, what's the what's, first what's thing next, you're gonna you know spin. What I'm Facts, that's fire. <laughs> waiting to see what you're about Having to that do. Kind of power and influence. Move the crowd. Word. That's why I'm telling you, they move the Word. crowd, bro. I take the mic, and I get full control. Like you're listening to me now. Like you're following my directions, my instructions. So it's like. Having that type of power and then just seeing everybody react to you, like, oh shit, this nigga's lit. Like you know what I'm saying, like. That's amazing. Blackout, when they broke the railing and stuff like that, thank you, UMass Amherst. You know, I'll be there December 7th. But when they broke that railing, I was like, wow, this is surreal. Like, I'm, I'm born for this. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm born for this. <laughs> It was done. The railing was, was done. Finito no, broke the it railing. The railing was done. It was, it was, was over. Like, oh, you were there? Of course yeah. she was there. What oh. you mean? <laughs> and it, honestly, what makes it better to me is because I get full confirmation because I can see what's going on with every other DJ and how the crowd's reacting to every other DJ. And the way they react for me, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is where I belong. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'll never take those big gigs for granted. I'll keep, I'll love each and every one of them. If it's 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 40, I'll take it everything. I'm never taking shit for granted whatsoever. Hey, word. I like that shit. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. What's called? Anybody else got questions? Mm -mm. All right, word. So right now we're going to move into um, our normal shit that we do here on the podcast. So we're just going to dive into our topics and talk. So, Amani, you want to start things off? Yeah. So I wanted to ask all of you guys if you believed if um, soul ties were real. And explain what that is for the people. So <laughs> my interpretation of soul ties is, or my example is if I have sexual relations with one person, I automatically, f moving forward, will have some type of connection with that person. So say like I'm some, I'm wherever, market, store, wherever, and I automatically see that person, I automatically feel some type of way subconsciously or unsubconsciously i feel some type of way because <laughs> oh, i've yeah. had you know relations with that person so <clears throat> i'll go first no i don't <laughs> think so ties <laughs> thing. um i think that stems from or I, well i can speak from personal experience i don't think so ties are a thing because i could i could fuck with a girl you know what i mean fuck 
and give no fucks about her the next day or anything about that. Like, you know what I mean? Minute I nut, you fuck on my face. <laughs> right? So I, I can deal with that. But, like, I've had <laughs> only time I've ever experienced something like that, though, like, is when you take a girl's virginity. I feel like that's the only time, like, a soul tie can. And that's on her part. Like, mm. a soul tie to you. Mm. You know what I mean? So I feel like a soul tie, unless it's mutual, like, you're both on the same page. Like, yeah, I'm fucking with you. Mm. You fucking with me. It's always one-sided, in my opinion. Mm. So I don't think soul ties are a thing because they're always one-sided. Like, one person always feels one way for that person, can never get over it, and the other person's just like, all right. Do you feel like it's a female thing, or do you feel like just anybody in general? Oh, no, because I know plenty of dudes that are stuck on some girls, like 100%. That's, it's not a female or male thing at all. I just think it's, it's just an individual thing. It depends on the individual, but I don't think soul ties are a thing. I just It's infatuation. He also used to be a hoe, so yeah. I feel like it's different. Crazy. I feel like, like it's, it's different, you know? Nah, but like, yo, you can't tell me. All right, so, that, so be that as it may, right? Yo, be that as it may, right? Obviously, there's still girls I would fuck with. It's just like, word, I like you more than the others. You know what I mean? But it's never to the point where it's like, all right. I'm fuck. Well, that happened with my girl right now. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> I hate you. But see that's him, like an off. See when Rich finds out some shit about himself. <laughs> <laughs> but that ain't a soul tie, my nigga. You feel me? No, I'm here. I'm here. That ain't a soul tie. It's just, all right, I just grew to like you over time. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh but. yeah, we know. Fam. My, she, the way she describes soul tie, y'all fuck the first time. It's like, damn, y'all in, y'all connected. Oh yeah, on. no, I hear. Nah, that. that's that only happens if you fucking with like virgins. Y'all both virgins or some shit. I can understand what you're talking about because um, I do feel like the more the more experience you have, or kind of like the more bodies that you become acclimated to, even though that does sound fucked up. <laughs> I feel like the more like experience that you have, kind of so like. Lessons. I got. I got to talk. I got to think correct. about how I talk. Trying to be politically correct. You better talk your shit. Talk your shit. All right. So I was gonna say that um, if you're if you're like fucking around a lot, if you like used to having multiple partners and multiple bodies like that, it comes to a point where all that shit becomes like desensitized. So you're not gonna have a soul tie because this shit just becomes regular at the end of it. You feel me? When it, when it's like new in the beginning. All these feelings are new. You don't really know what to do with them. You don't really know how to handle them. So it's true. If you're new in the game, your first couple of times with whoever feel like something magical, something serious, because it should feel like that if it's your first time. You feel me? Mm. But, you know, if you're someone that was, you know, popping like these two, for oh, example. And oh, <laughs> when you said you these two, I was really about to be like, whoa. I didn't hit the future button for you this week. We good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I like that. That's a crazy thing. I just feel like if it was oh like God. that, then yeah, shit doesn't really hit that deep with you. That's just me. You're not going to do me like that. Okay? <laughs> no, I'm not what like that at you? all. To be honest, I believe in all that spiritual shit. To be real with you, like, I feel like I'm very in touch with my spirit and my energy and the energy I keep around me. So I feel like it's just different levels of reach compared to, like, everybody's spirit level. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not really, you know, trying to get to know your spirit, you know, energy as much, I'm not saying you're not going to be able to feel it. You know what I'm saying? With a soul tie, you know, with somebody else. But it just means, like, you just need to 
keep going through it you know what i'm saying keep experiencing it before you're able to actually feel the soul tie um but as you go through with your energy like it's just a sense of like it's like a burst of like i don't even know how to explain it it's, you've had a soul tie time. you had a soul tie it sounds like you got Honestly, a soul tie i would say i had like maybe a soul tie too okay. you know like a soul tie too um it's just more than just a sexual attraction to be honest like you just it's more than just being friends neither it's just that connection that you guys build as a just as the two of you guys you know it really just hits home and you can feel that so when they say soul ties it's not really just only sexual connection obviously the sexual intercourse is going to give it a boost but sometimes you don't even need it you'll just be really in touch with somebody i also believe in like past lives and stuff like that i believe like your soul has probably met that soul before that's why you guys click like that off rip or you guys you or somebody else one of your partners go through an experience but you you guys probably went through that before and this is just something that's constantly going on mm -hmm. so honestly i'm a strong believer of that because i feel like souls are everlasting if you have a good soul so i definitely believe in soul ties soul ties definitely occur i was definitely going to add that um i think a sense of familiar familiarity plays a role too mm. because once again um you might not make that connection right there in the beginning, but after spending some time to kind of work on the relationship and expand on the relationship and like maybe get to know each other, then I think a soul tie can form from that. But just off of initial interactions, no, I don't believe that could happen. Understandable. Because I feel like if you make a soul tie, um, off of initial reactions then i also believe that you could be a person that gets hurt frequently very easily that's and there are people thing, yeah. yeah there's people that's, that's like that though. too so that's that's okay. that's what i think about it you feel me yeah so that i mean there are people that exist out there so mm -hmm. that means if they exist that means there's a chance that you know soul ties also exist in that sense you know what i'm saying aspect, so yeah. in that aspect mm -hmm. so i don't know soul ties is spirit energy is really strong it's bro really like different i don't know like like you said, if you fucking with shorty, you feel me, and you fucked another shorty, like this shorty's the one that you, know, you know what I mean, is doing all the right things, and you're gonna feel that for a reason. There's no reason, like just talking and texting and stuff like that. That's not, that's, not, that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? It's coming from something else. Exactly. So. That's why I feel like soul ties normally don't form because of sex. I feel like you got yeah. so much you're not saying right now. Me? Yeah. No. I, that's literally how I feel. I feel like okay. people. Um, I don't like how people try to downplay. Like, I know dudes that be like, oh, like you, who will be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I fucked, a, I fucked a dude. I fucked a girl. <laughs> Imagine if Rich said that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I fucked a girl and, like, it meant nothing. Like, it just drives me crazy. Like, there's no way. Like, that's a, I think sex is a very, like, personal thing. So you just saying that you just hit it and quit it and then that was it. Like, I, I don't know. That's different Shame on for you, me. Bro. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, this is why I say this was this is an old you, me. You feel me? This, this is an old me. Like, obviously, obviously, nah, I mean, I, I felt some type of connection with shorties in the past. Like, all right, I fucked with you on a basic level, but I never let it get past that point because I didn't want it to get past that point. I, I, I feel what Dutch is saying 100%. Like, yo, in order to have a soul tie, you got to be able to form an actual relationship with this person. I never let myself do that because I'm not trying to. I don't see the need. Like, you know what I mean? 
if it's just physical for me, it was just physical. So I never let it get past that point. And I understand that about myself. I self-reflect. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're, you're basically, it's not saying that there's not a soul tie that can't happen. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to you fucking with a shorty and stuff like that, or you just want to keep it just fucking, it's literally just blocking that from happening. You know what I'm mm. saying? You never know what, what could happen you feel me? with that. So... Yeah, you have you have every right to do that by all means. But I'm just saying, just the actual existence of soul ties, it, it has to be a real mm-hmm. thing. But shame on me either way. And the setting yeah, is shame too, on you. Like, shame like, on you. Be a, be a hoe. <laughs> you used to be a hoe. You nah, and the setting. Yeah, girl, now. You still a hoe? Who? You. Who? Mr. DJ. Still. When? He's asking. When? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't got no hole in my blood. <laughs> ain't got no hole in my oh, blood. Oh, so you just skipped that part of being a DJ? Right. Bro, Devin, you was in school with me, bro. Like, bro I gotta pull which up is why Twitter. I'm staying quiet. This is, uh, I'm the only one being quiet. What are you talking about? Because, because I went to high school with you, I'm the only one being quiet. Right, Devin told you, so you know what type of time we was on. I was just, you know what I mean? A little Devin's face says it all. That's it, huh? Devin's face says it all. He gives me that face when I'm full of shit. So. Yo. One more time? Uh, oh, what were you saying? Yeah, bro. Like, this, be the, this nigga would be the time. <laughs> don't play me. No, that. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play. Uh, what's it been like? Five, six years? Six, yeah. eight years? All right, Devin. Nigga would be the I'm ty- not bullshitting no more. I have my whole face. Nigga would be the type I have of. Whole face. Nigga would be. Respect. I, have, I, I, have, I have my whole face. This nigga would be the type I'm of nigga to this. sit in the middle of the cafeteria, <laughs> fold his legs. Put his legs on, fold his arms, put his legs on the table, and just watch shorties fight over him. I remember one year, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna smoke him like that. I ain't gonna smoke him like that. But it was great. That sounds like some shit I would have did. Like, oh, it was great. It was wait, great. Wait, wait, wait. It was. It was <laughs> oh, we would have gone along just fine. Nigga, nigga, you got a mic right there. Don't, don't, don't make me do that to you, nigga. Yo, <laughs> don't no make bullshit. Me do that to you, nigga. Before we get messy, <laughs> I'ma switch the topic. <laughs> what makes someone go viral? Pause. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yo, chill, chill. I've got too many likes. Yet. Hashtag sex PHA sells. problems. Sex does so. Sex does so. Everyone's a lot of sex. Everyone's a lot of sex. No, it doesn't even have to be sex related, though. It could be like a girl showing her ass, and she can go all- well, viral women, off Women of are much more attractive than men, so. But I feel no, men can go viral as well. Nah, but like women, I catch women saying I'd rather look at a woman than a man naked. You feel me? Because yeah. women just yeah, look better just naked. weird. Nah, women just look better naked. Women's God's gift. Feel me? It's weird. All right, whatever. No, anyway, I hear you. For so me, what, it's yeah, weird. That's what makes all. someone go viral? Me, I told you, sex sells. Oh, so Any, sex? Yes. So 6 9 was selling sex when he went viral? Yeah. Okay, sex sells. He was? Oh, I don't know. He was? And violence. Sex and violence. What sex was he selling? Was he not, was he not fucking I mean, Trippy Red um, Shorty? Oh, shit. He was, was fucking Trippy Red Shorty. He was out here, right? Yeah, that was out here. That was after, after he got mama, That still right? counts. That's in the mix. Chief Keys Baby Mama at some point? And, yeah, yeah, Chief Keys Baby Mama. This was yeah. already after he was established. Though, you know what I mean, like, he had to keep it going, though. So, you know what I'm saying? Just stupidity. I feel like. Just reckless, honestly. Yeah, I was about to say stupidity and just straight recklessness is what gets you viral nowadays. Like, from everything I've seen. Like, every time I see someone blow up, it's off some stupid shit. Like, Boot Gang. Remember when he was around? Oh, yeah. That nigga done, though. You feel me? Like. I think no, he's, he's back. No, he's he's still around, bro. He's I thought he changed. Reformed, I thought he, 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 oh, he changed, John but he's around. around. Like he's still around. Yeah. I'm surprised he ain't in jail. Yeah, cause but. that dumb shit got caught up to him. You feel me? Like the rest of y'all niggas doing that dumb shit online, bro. Watch. You ever see somebody trying to do some viral shit out here? Yeah, bro. Just in terms of clout. 
Yeah, but say, as a DJ, I feel like you've probably seen mad shit. All the time, bro. Like, there's a lot of people that'll, that'll ruin, what, friendships for some clout. That'll betray you for some clout. Like, it's it's real scary. It's real spooky out here. No bullshit. Like, it's for no reason, too. Like, just for you to get a couple likes online on Twitter. Like, you got, like, 50 likes real quick. It's it's just weird out here. I don't know. I don't quick know question. Do you... Do you, um... If you got like gigs, like parties and shit, mm. would you do you play like local artists? Yeah, if somebody like slides you something to play, would you play it for? Them? If I like it, because I'm honestly a party <clears throat> DJ. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I do it all. You know, I do concerts as well, hip hop concerts. Uh, like I said, baby showers, anything, corporate gigs as well, mm-hmm. like little holiday parties, uh, events where they're showing presentations and stuff like that. Even a funeral. I mean, done that. So that being said, like I'm a party DJ. I need party music that's yeah. where i'm usually at you know what i'm saying if your <laughs> shit is not rocking to me then i'm not gonna play it mm-hmm. I whatsoever i was also gonna say because i feel like <clears throat> i feel like um if local artists wanted to get their shit popping in the city mm-hmm. i feel like passing it to your dj would probably be a smooth way absolutely so djs probably got control of that shit in the streets if they wanted a song to pop off mm-hmm. if they just played it a couple times mm-hmm. a night in one of these venues that could probably be a sure fire way yeah these i mean this like i said this mad djs out here so all these artists have a lot of options you know based on where the dj plays mm-hmm. i'm in the party scene if you don't have a party track i'm more than likely not going to play it you know what i'm saying but i definitely look into local artists and i definitely play their shit so respect all right so <clears throat> as a dj mm-hmm. what was your opinion of drake getting booed off stage that is the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's just funny because it happened to Drake. That's, Drake. that's why it's We're funny out of all people. Drake. Listen, I'm, I'm, I only started laughing because it happened because of Frank Ocean. And this <clears throat> nigga ain't even any. I don't he know what he been, did. Like, I don't know alive. what he did to like ingrain himself in so many fans' like head as this high figure when he hasn't done shit, really. Bro. He's been dead. Honestly. Bro, I don't get it. I'll tell you now, that whole crowd was either white black that live in white suburban neighborhoods or weirdos and goth kids i believe i, I think I definitely see a couple goth people it's, how it created it's, <laughs> it's 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 it was it was not drake's forte crowd you know what i'm saying but we're talking about drake like that is like the artist of the decade bro like before lil wayne i mean after lil wayne it was drake mm-hmm. you feel me it was lil wayne before that for me at least oh facts because <laughs> Lil Wayne's the GOAT But Drake has been killing shit For like the last 10, 10 years bro mm-hmm. Like non-stop Like Didn't he just get like An award for that shit too Like on billboards Like He just got artists yeah, of the nah, day. Nah. He did He, he did got, I know what you're talking about He got some recognition Like yeah. number, uh, Most tracks like uh, On billboards For a certain amount of time Bro that's not like, normal yo. You know what I'm saying That's not a normal thing to do You feel me It, so, it makes no sense to me Like You gonna boo this man off stage For what It's Drake yeah, it You no hear sense. him every day <laughs> Like That's so ungrateful And I feel like People should've like you shouldn't have expected to see Frank. That's just like he first and foremost. Been here, bro. Man's not out here, bro. Like man, bro, man is just chilling in his no cave. No one ever man. mentioned Frank was coming out either. That's facts. Like, no one ever said they put Frank question was marks up. on the poster. That didn't mean Frank bro, Ocean, fam. What the hell? I fuck with Frank, but he's not Drake. <laughs> I'm not even yo. I'm not even dick riding Drake, bro. But bro, that's Drake. You don't boo Drake. Facts. When have you heard Drake get booed? That's it's been wild. The nigga was on Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga made Bring hotline bling. Right. Bro, the nigga was on Degrassi. 
sick. Wheelchair Jimmy never got booed. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Real quick. Another celeb. T.I. Y'all heard anyway. what the hell he was doing with his daughter? Going to the gyneco- gynecologist, was it? Yeah, so she gets regular checks with her gynecologist, and every time her father, T.I., goes with her to make sure that she's still a virgin. Yeah, that's nasty. That's weird. That's yeah, really that's not nasty. it. How old is she? She's like 18. Like she she's... 19. Oh, and I feel like at that point, weird. that's not even your parents' business anymore. Well, it never was, but like it, when you become an adult, I feel like that's definitely not none of your parents' business anymore. I mean, it's just shit that you just take too far, though. Like, I fuck with Tip, you feel me? But it's like, that was too much. It's just. Fuck. <laughs> like, what is that? that? That's that's how you that's how you get your daughter to never fuck with you. Like once she's out the house, that's big or fact. that's also how you get your daughter to fuck with the worst type of man nigga. she can find. Nah, <laughs> a controlling, gonna find a controlling nigga. Facts. You feel me? She's gonna because fuck with the worst type of man. What? She gonna want a nigga like that? Yeah. She gonna find you feel me? Just because when you restrict people like that, I feel like they're just more likely to do bad shit in retaliation to your shit. I don't understand why he feels like that's necessary. Like. He's a weird like, guy. As a, like, if I'm going to be a mom and I have a son, I'm not going to go check. Like, I'm not doing that. That's his personal area. I don't need to be looking down there. He got too much money. That's Facts. too much. He has too much money. That's what it is. When you have money, when you got the money for it, I, I, you go I do, do it. whatever the fuck I want. And you can <laughs> feel me? When you can be a virgin and suck some dick. On that note, on that note, like 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 Ti is like worried about his daughter, but like his daughter could do other shit to get around that shit. So. If she's, I'm not saying if she's for the streets, she's for the streets. But if she's doing what she want to do, she's doing what she want to do. Also, what he doesn't understand, I don't know how they can test if she's still a virgin or not. Some people, like, I'm not even going to get into this. No, no, I know what you mean. I remember um, I read read a piece of the article. It said that, um, like, the doctor said, like, oh, a a woman's timing could break from, like, uh, riding a pony, doing this, putting a tampon in, all that, right? T.I. was like... My daughter don't ride no horses. She doesn't do this. She doesn't do that. You I better know. do. You better find, like give me my but results even expeditiously. Then, even then, your hymen doesn't break. <laughs> when I was you crying. lose your virginity, that's <laughs> not that's not a grand guarantee that when you lose your virginity, your hymen's gonna break. Mm-hmm. Like it could be anything. Oh, so she could get she could get fingered and it, it could break. She could do anything else. So how he figures? My thing is, what would he oh, have done if, she, if it what? Like, what is he gonna do? I don't know. He lock her I don't up? understand it. <laughs> what? Bro's fucking up. This is why I need a son, man. I don't even want to deal with that. Uh, that. Oh, when Dutch has a daughter, life is Twitter's gonna be great. When Dutch has a daughter, bro. I'm talking to you two. You're definitely having a daughter. I'm I'm telling you that right. Your first, first. your firstborn. I don't wish it on y'all, but I can can see it. Your firstborn will be a daughter, bro. Shit. (laughs) I'm gonna name her Gertrude, bro. Oh no! I remember that tweet also. Yeah, bro. Nobody's gonna want to fuck somebody named Gertrude, bro. No one's gonna want to fuck somebody named Gertrude. What if she's like? Well, she's gonna be beautiful regardless, but bro, it don't matter what her name is. It depends if she got the fat lip or not. Yeah, they was. You know what they said? You know what they said? You know what they said? They was like, "Yo, they're just gonna nickname her Trudy." Trudy, oh, that's fucked up. Right? <laughs> that's fucked up. Wow, 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 wow. I'm like Trudy, <laughs> Trudy. Shit, I can't remember the last time Girl, I heard a girl named Trudy. Right. Yeah. I'm like, switch that shit up. Oh, alright. Yo, <laughs> did y'all listen to that new Davies album? Uh, yeah, that shit was survival. Actually, really fire. I was I very surprised you because I did, oh. I did. That's nah. baby, f- daddy. What's wrong with you? Continue, Devin. 
<laughs> I'll have to pause real quick. Give it up. All y'all looked at me crazy. Crazy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> crazy. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, I listened to it. It was dope because I remember making a point on this podcast maybe a couple episodes ago that um, I feel like Davies hasn't really put together a solid project. Like he got dope verses and features like that but in terms of a whole project i didn't think you really had a solid one until this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this shit was dope production was dope um verses were dope features were dope like there were a lot of dope shit about that i like how we put this together he's really in my opinion like the best storyteller out there right now because if you if you listen to every song every song's a story mm-hmm. and he's just spitting like just storytelling in every song and i i don't know any other rapper who can do what he's doing at the moment and like I, I had this argument. I gotta ask y'all. I had this argument with a couple of my boys. Do you think he's mainstream? Because I, he's not he's even not. remotely mainstream in my no. eyes. Davies is not mainstream no. whatsoever. Thank yeah. you, thank you. And I, and I feel like that's kind of why he had trouble like selling records because yep. he wasn't yeah. mainstream. Artist. But I wouldn't say he's underground either. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't call it underground. I wouldn't say he's mainstream. I think he but stepped I up. He's known now. Like he, rec- in the most recent months, like since Paranoia Two came out and everything, like he's he's really started get like gaining more of a following. But I just say like he's he's known. I wouldn't even yeah. say well known. He's just known. Is Davies performing at House of Blues or Paradise? I think Paradise. Oh, Paradise. Then he's yeah he's still on the ground then. If that's the case, if he was making he more noise, out. he'd be performing at House of Blues. I think he can that's kind of how I rank out. people in terms of like their shit. Nah, he's not. Selling. I don't think he's selling out House of Blues. You know, House of Blues. I don't, I don't think he would sell, sell out House of Blues mm-hmm. if he came to Boston. Like if he did it, I really nah. do feel like he would sell out. If, it was, if, if we were in New York, yeah, but in Boston. Dave? I don't know. Like Herbo could sell out uh, yeah, House of Blues. If yeah, wanted. he does it all the time. Yeah, but like I, I put Herbo and Davies kind of on the same plateau. I wouldn't even but, say um, Herbo's mainstream though. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. but, like that's kind of where I put them. But I don't, I don't think Davies could sell out um, House of Blues yet with this yeah. album. He might get a couple yeah. new fans off of this shit because he always had like lyricism and shit like this. He just never had. He was never able to put together a catchy song. There we go. That's, That's what, what it was. It is, yes. He had bars for days. He, doesn't he could do just that, never though. put That's together a catchy song. Yeah, yeah, which is why I'm surprised with this album because there were it was all over the album. You feel mm-hmm. me? His music's a lot of playback material. You know what I'm saying? It, you'll definitely get a lot of more playback, like stuff that you'll hear in the rate you want to hear on your radio or on your aux or stuff like that. But Mainstream wise, he doesn't have the club bangers. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like you wouldn't like, play him at a party. Like the last Davies track that I would probably hear was either one of his like freestyles on a on a on a track that's already been booming, or Maneuver with French Montana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying perfect with Chris Brown too. Perfect with Chris Brown as well. Nice little R and B vibe that still rings. I think that's definitely. his first platinum song though. Oh, it went gold. It went gold. This yeah, year. Mm-hmm. It just went gold. Yeah, but like. Talking about like club bang, like heat of the moment type thing, you know what I'm saying? With the rest of the tracks out here, I hear it. You know what I'm I hear. It's not. Davies was always that type of dude. He he never put together like catchy material until this album. But it's great music. Fire. It's great music. Facts. It's great music. What'd you say is your favorite track off that? Me and mine's. Yeah, I'd say mine would be either. Um, <clears throat> my let me look at that track list again. Right. Real it's quick. either me and mine's or OG. OG featuring Rick oh, Ross. Like and, um, that one's fire, too. OG was mine. Um, mine is either Devil Eyes, because Mozzie killed that feature. And um, I don't know. I feel like Davies really killed it on the Cali vibe. That lets me know he'd do well on, like, West Coast features. And uh, the Marathon Continues was a very really touching track also. The really yeah. shit? Yeah. Nah, I, I'm kind of upset, because he, he said some shit on the album where, like, him and Nip were working on, like, a mixtape together. 
And I would have really loved to have listened mm-hmm. to that. Apparently, Nip has been working on mad projects I'm still waiting on. I'm still waiting on that Nipsey and Meek album to come mm-hmm. out at some point. There's mad shit involving Nipsey that I'm still waiting to see. Did y'all um, hear that new Joe Moses album? I have not. I haven't been no. able to. All right, well. You can still I'm, talk about it? Uh, right. Yeah, no, I'm going to give you a little quick rundown about it. Like, All right, so Joe Moses, for not many of y'all that don't know, he signed on the Walker Flocker Flames label. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his album's called West Side. It has 14 tracks. Me, personally, I thought it was a really good album. Uh, I didn't have one skip in it. He's a, he's a storyteller himself a little bit. Has some catchy songs in there. Uh, my favorite track on there, however, featured Future and Metro Movement. It was Go Viral. It's a like, nice little three-minute song. Kind of catchy. But I feel like if you fuck with Davies, you'd fuck with Joe Moses. He's not really well-known out there, but, I mean, people fuck with him. Yeah. Uh, what else came out this week? G-Nipsey. Yeah, that track went hard. Hard, hard Days. Days track. Um, yeah, that man's, that man's choosing his selection very wisely on, like, what he drops. And so all the songs that he's been choosing to drop has been fire. So I don't know if he's been planning on releasing a tape or anything. But, yeah, definitely keep that shit up. Bars. G Nipsey could probably go off at a Boston party. If you I already know what to expect oh, when yeah. I hear G Nipsey no bullshit. So straight fire. Like, yeah, facts. I'm, I'm not I like his connection it. with Millie's. I feel like that's a really good connection to have. Everything was a great track, G Nipsey. That was a great track, my boy. Facts. Which one? Everything. I have to remember that track. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else came out? Tory Lanez is dropping Chick's Day 5 this Friday. Dropped the first single to it last uh, week. Jerry Sprunger with T-Pain. We were all waiting for that track to drop. Now that we finally got it, did it live up to the hype? Hell yeah. It was all right, yeah. It was what? nostalgic for me. Very nostalgic. That shit was spicy. That shit's hitting right I'm, now. I'm waiting for Chick's Day 5. I just feel yeah, like he too. dropped that track too late, fam. He dropped that shit when it's when it's it's snowing outside. Fam. Yeah, that's the perfect time. time. If he dropped you that shit, a, do you think that's a summer though, banger? If, anything. if he if he if he dropped that track around the same time, no guidance track, no song guidance dropped. Those two tracks would have went head to head for song of the summer. So you don't feel like oh, it's yeah, gonna fine. go to next summer? To next summer, nah. There's something because he's gonna drop something fire before next summer. That's Is he just dropping today? No. Uh, no. Chick's Day 5, it drops on Friday. Friday. If anything, if that's the case, he should just drop all his Chick's tapes on Friday, on in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he tried to drop it early on. It just kept getting pushed back because he had Clearance. to clear samples and all that shit. So that's why when I hear this track, and I, even the music video, I'm like, y'all definitely didn't shoot, shoot this shit recently because <laughs> it's cold as shit now, you feel me? Well, they so, could have went, you know what I mean, down. You know I mean, they got money, bro. Yeah, they could have. But my, my point in being just... This tape is going to be great. Ashanti is holding a sidekick on the cover, so you know it's about to be a classic. But I just feel like if he was to drop that song in the summer, then yes, that would have been in competition with No Guidance. Easily. Oh, yeah. Easily would have been in competition with No Guidance. Mm. So, yeah, that shit was dope. Um, Other shit that has dropped. Lil Baby dropped a new single, Whoa. Straight, mm-hmm. straight. Yeah, I was like, it was a normal little baby track, and I've been listening to this artist called Rod Re- Rod Wave. Um, he dropped this album called Ghetto Gospel, and there's this track on it that's called Heart on Ice. Man, he's he raps right. I think he's uh, under Kevin Gates or some shit like that. But he raps, but when he like sings melodically, that man can hit. That man can hold a note. So that shit's good. I really suggest everybody go check that shit out too. And I think that might be it on new music. Would you say it's called Ghetto What? Uh, Ghetto, Ghetto Gospel. Gospel. 
The track is called uh, Hard on Ice. The remix has a little dark. Nah, you're not the first person to mention that, so I'll definitely yeah. make, make a note to listen that to that tonight when I'm rolling up. Facts. That shit is definitely fire. Bro, it's always a roll-up team. Mm. It's probably <laughs> new music when you roll up. And uh, then J.I. dropped a new track, too, over the weekend. Um, he dropped a track with Sleepy Hollow. It was called Brazy, and that's just, that's just going up, too. Also, let me just take this moment to shout out New York real quick because I don't know what love. we did. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> we did within the past couple of weeks, but Brooklyn been showing the podcast hella love recently. So whatever's going on in Brooklyn, hey, shout out to y'all over there. We appreciate the love and support. You feel I me? Fabio getting crazy out here, bro. Yeah, Fabio, yeah, that shit's that getting yeah, that shit's hot. Ooh, I, for some reason, I was thinking because I played like Big Drip a couple episodes ago, maybe that was why bro, uh, Brooklyn Waka. started like hopping in. But I don't know. You gotta drop Waka, like Sauce Waka. No, their song Waka. Fabio, Fabio's on it with uh, Swipey. Uh, forgot the other man's name. Sorry. Fine, but yeah, bro. Up. Like that shit going crazy right now. I think it has like. 2.5 mil right now so Jeez. since yeah. since you're a dj you got any exclusive new shit that's out that we probably don't know about right. some new heat that's out well obviously feel my cup just dropped Conceal. facts that shit was hot <laughs> boy happy birthday by the way yeah hey. birthday, my dog you feel me actually we're about to go turn up for him tonight after this you hey. no bullshit actually yeah i almost forgot about that <laughs> oh, <laughs> today but um yeah phil just dropped his track conceal um, not too other, not too many other people has been creating their music locally wise around my region. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to any other local artists out here because they they got the talent. Oh, shout out my guy Jigman one time. Mm-hmm. Feel me, he's out here. Uh, Demo out here. Um, I fuck with Demo's music heavy, bro. Feel me? He got a lot of exclusives. You feel me? He has not dropped yet. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. Um, is everyone good to go into their reality checks? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. So reality check for the day. I just want to say, keep it short and sweet per usual. People, you got shit going on in your life. Don't wait on anyone else to fix it for you. Fix it yourself because all you really got at the end of the day is yourself. I mean, people will be there to help you out at the end but when you're going when you're going against the battle starting that battle go against go head on by yourself because it's all you're gonna have have in the end but yeah it's reality check copy um my reality check is based on this past week and that is to remind everybody to make sure you to take make sure you take care of yourself um i know this thing called life kind of gets us um stuck a little bit and we always always end up having something to do um but just remember to always take the time to step back relax give your body a break and then get back to it and yeah that's it for me how about for you dutch um i'll say my reality check would be just don't quit honestly don't ever quit on anything that you decide to start you make sure you finish that shit because it's just way more. I don't even know. How to say, way more satisfying, I would say, um, once it's done. Because when you don't quit, when you actually feel about, when you actually feel like you need to quit and stuff like that, like it's getting too hard for you. Get that last push that you have. You feel me? That you got in your chest real quick, and use that to just elevate yourself, just to push through it. Because God's gonna give you 
bad days, but there will also be good days. It can never be too good, and it can never be too bad. Just know that. It'll it'll get better, so don't quit. And then for my reality check of the week, I'm going to say that everybody should start demanding a little more respect for themselves. You feel me? I know I always preach being humble and all that good shit, but sometimes you got to take a step back and really just evaluate everything that you got going on and just give credit to where it's due. And if it's due to yourself, give yourself that credit. You feel me? Talk that shit. I feel like if you're aware of what you bring to the table and you're aware of all all the value that you bring to whatever you do, then that motherfuckers should respect you. You feel me? Motherfuckers should treat you with that same respect that they treat anybody else that's popping and doing it. You feel me? Damn and man. if anybody that doesn't want to give you that respect, it's easy and simple, you know? Fuck them. <laughs> it's an dead easy ass. and simple fuck them. You feel yeah, me? fuck y'all. Because. Because <laughs> no, like, no. honestly, honestly, fam, we're all here to eat. We're all here to rise together. And But everybody has different ways of doing that. If you feel like you have one way that works for you, go ahead and do that shit. And if somebody doesn't want to give you the respect because of how you're able to bring shit to the table, fuck them because you're going to be doing their shit and they're still going to be talking shit regardless. So you're good on your front. You feel me? That's my reality check of the week. shit, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) And brush your tongue. Brush your tongue. Brush your damn tongue. Not just the teeth. Brush your fucking tongue. Facts. I'm sick. Shit. Especially if you smoke Fontos and Woods. Let me just tell you that right now. What's going on? What grab a day? Ah. Uh Floss while you at it, then. You know that. You see that. (laughs) I was getting 12 vibes of the week. So I already said it's off my my album of the the weekend. Survival Davies, me and mine's. It's getting kinda chilly, I should have hit yeah, on my hoodie. Yeah. It's getting kinda DJ chilly, Kool. I should have hit on storm. my hoodie. I should have hit on my hoodie. I should have hit on my hoodie. We call it survival. Shout to the east side, you know how we do. You know the vibes. It was just me and my man, trying to come up with a plan How to get rich I had the weedy at grams, let this shit drive with the fan I'm in the mix It was just me and my man, praying that we get a chance To get off the block, wrap that shit up with saran Keep a few hundreds in hand, watch out for the cops We wasn't taking no shorts, I'm not trying to make it to court Just me and my man, don't ask what we pay in New York We charging whatever we can, just me and my man Watch for them cameras, we split up sandwiches Almost got killed, just me and my man The project's and damage, just give us a card and we scamming it Handle it, me and my man I got his back and he got mine We wasn't stopping at a stop sign I had to chrome I am not lying He touching stones Like he rock climb Just me and my man Was trying to come up In the world That love when you down Just me and my man He know I'ma answer the phone Anytime that he down If we get into it We shoot the fade He know if I'm not In the mood today If they try me He gonna shoot away Couple apps dropped I think two today Just me and my man We get on our bullshit You and your mother Gonna move away Just me and my man We high and we slide No niggas ain't got shit To do today We used to wear the same clothes We even fucked the same hoes Just me and my man We had came up on some papers so I took the trip to Jamaica I needed a tank Now we copping prada together We used to be robbing together They seen us and ran We took it, no getting it back We used to split up them packs Thought I was the man Shout out to that power I thought I was the motherfucking It was just me and my man I told him we could get rich We just gotta stick to the plan He never told on me He never ran Just me and my man Shout out to Wagner 
my nigga. Just me and my bitch. She fell in love with the dick. She'll even smuggle a brick. Just me and my bitch. Chanel and Fendi, her fits. That bag, she spinning that shit. Just me and my bitch. So bad she could win an award. Just me and my bitch. We take a trip when we bored. Cop everything in the store. Just me and my bitch. She owe my gun in a purse. Me and her been through the worst. Just me and my bitch. I taught her how to get hunters in. I even told her my government. I taught her the right way to suck a dick. Told her stay away from sucker shit. Just me and my bitch in the drop. She listen to Biggie and Pop. She one of the realest. She know I got hoes on my top. She can't wait for my shit to drop. She not enough feelings. I wake up all in her mouth. Got ass like she from the south. I'm not trying to chill. I hit it all on the couch. Don't know what she talking about. Like how do it feel? To be with a nigga that's real. We don't be popping no pills. Just me and my bitch. Christian, I'm proud of her heels. She call me when I'm in the field. Let's meet at the wrist. Might have to AP her wrist. I love when she naked and pics. My bitch is the shit. Nigga shoot shots and they miss. She fly when it's not an event. Just me and my bitch. She don't get nervous if I tell her ride with a stick. She just trying to find out how to get rich. She ain't really trying to hop in no pics. Pussy good, got me copping her shit. Just me and my bitch in the coupe, we get low. Just me and my bitch, we be doing the most. Yeah, that's my bitch. I'm like, who wanna know? Just me and my bitch. Just me and my gun. I never needed to run. We used to keep it for fun. I ain't need no homies around. It was just me and my gun. I got it on me, you need me to come. If I pull it out when they see me, they done. Just me and my gun. I bought some bullets to load it with. I feel violated, I'm blowing it. And asking for it, cause I'm holding it. I keep it tucked, I ain't showing it. Just me and my gun. A couple dollars of some weed, all I need on the run. Threw a shot at the stomach, and if he survive it, he gon' probably need a lung. It's not a doctor alive, could bring you back. Never seen it get done. Just me and my gun Had a body on it Bought it as cheap as they come Our guns change like the weather can I just pray that they don't never jam 40 on me, no stage fright Catch them late night, David Letterman Just me and my gun I wanted the roll, but I really just needed a blunt Where I'm from, gotta keep you a gun You never been chased till your sneakers is done Niggas will come for you in your dreams So you gotta sleep with a gun It's on me like a tat, niggas love the rat So it's just me and my gun DJ Clue Davies my daughter and my gun, nigga. Stupid, stupid. I'm good. And that was Me and Mines by Davies off his new album, Survival. Go check it out. Uh, my vibe of the week is I just saw it, Big Stepper by Roddy Rich. <laughs> Yeah, mm, ay, big stepper like big meat. mm-hmm I was taught to go and get it straight about the mud, little nigga ay, Murder, 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 keep my slugs, my nigga ay, I was taught to never show no love, my nigga Papa Xanax, I ain't never had no feeling What I got planned next, gotta put the stars in the ceiling Sliding down Fairfax, nigga, I was plotting on the million I wanna be a nigga, so that's on God, I ain't chillin' Yeah, <laughs> perky, perky, dirty soda Ay, only talk bags on the Motorola Ay, push the hell cat like a old Corolla Ay, I'ma let these rags talk for me, nigga uh, Bitch, and I ride with the shooters Ay, made my cousin a killer And at 15, I was neighborhood drug dealer I'm so cold-hearted, I can't show no love, nigga But I fuck that bitch to party next door, Persian rugs, nigga Bought a brand new AP, it was $50 in total It felt like the flu game when I sold out the Nova I had to finesse and get the bag, I had mad dodo If he ain't tryna go get the safe, I get it cracking solo Mmm, ayy, big stepper like big meat, mm-hmm I was taught to go and get it straight about the mud, little nigga ayy, Murder, 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 keep my slugs, my nigga ayy, I was taught to never show no love, my nigga Papa Xanax, I 
I ain't never had no feeling. What I got planned next? Gotta put the stars in the ceiling. Sliding down Fairfax, nigga. I was plotting on the million. I wanna be a nigga, so that's on God. I ain't chillin'. Third vision band camp. Had a bad bitch put a hundred thousand in a spandex. The hundred that made me a million, I got it laminated. Can't fuck with none of these broke niggas, they contaminated. Thank God for all of these blue faces, I barely even made it. Made forty thousand on New Year's, took a private to Vegas. I've been on promethazine so long, when I'm sliding, I'm faded. I've been trying to get a crib so long, now I got it, it's gated. I've been touching all these millions, I know they gon' hate it. My chef cook up for Le Mignon, got sauce and ate it. Nigga, I've been ballin' every season like Kobe with eight. All these niggas gon' hate. I stayed down and got rich, now I'm fucking on this little bass. Mm. Hey, big stepper like Big Me mm-hmm. I was taught to go and get it straight about the mud, little nigga. Murder, 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 keep my slugs, my nigga. I was taught to never show no love, my nigga. Papa Xanax, I ain't never had no feeling. What I got planned next? Gotta put the stars in the ceiling. Sliding down Fairfax, nigga, I was plotting on the menu. I wanna be a nigga, so that's on God, I ain't chilling. That's my vibe of the week. That shit's fire. <laughs> okay. How about you? What you got, Dutch? Uh, my vibe of the week is a throwback jam. Feel me? She Ain't You by Chris Brown. Take a listen. You make it hard for me.
She Ain't You by Chris Brown. You know that. And then for my vibe of the week, um, kind of had a hard time just choosing. But since nobody else played it, I'll play it. So happy birthday, Phil. Uh, my vibe of the week is going to be Fill My Cup with, is it, okay, so is it Fonzie or Four Onzie? No, it's Fonzie. Fonzie, Fonzie I. See, so I saw the four, I saw the Onzie. Nobody ever said it in a sentence, so I didn't know how he was saying it. So this is Fill My Cup and Fonzie, and the track is called Conceal. How she feel She talking with a slur Cause she faded for real She chase her douce With emotions that she keep concealed I forgot your name But I think it was Camille Let's make it adventurous Decisions we make that in dangerous We cannot help it, ain't no change in us Don't fuck up the night, don't get cancerous Chase her douce With emotions that she keep why you gotta be so childish? I'm feeling the vibe and feel timeless. Body like a Bugatti, low mileage. Let me know when you want it, I'm sliding. My niggas way too drunk to be driving. First and foremost, fuck your hot girl summer. Cause I need your number. Trying to pipe it up like a plumber. Give you good wood, no lumber. Little attitude and you stubborn. Maybe I'm doing too much talking. You caught my eye to be quite honest. I know you got hoes, yeah, you got options. I'm selling myself like a slave auction. Somebody get MK cause he's off it. Niggas out here be brawling. After party in Malden. It don't stop until morning. Uh, uh. Na, 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 na. Seem to find the words to express how she feel She talking with a slur cause she faded for real She chase her douce with emotions that she keep concealed I forgot your name but I think it was Camille Let's make it adventurous 
decisions we make that in dangerous we cannot help it ain't no change in us don't fuck up the night don't get cancerous chase her to say with emotions as she keep conversing conceal 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 so tell me when's it over why you tripping if i don't know how she been calling i've been stalling all the weight up on my shoulder girl you know just what you do Conceal by Film My Cup and Fonzie. Make sure y'all go check that out. And, uh, you know, always support your local talent. You feel me? Yes, sir. And that was pretty much the end of the episode. Dutch, thank you for pulling up. You feel me? Appreciate you. He's been a long time supporter of the show, and now he's on the show. You feel me? <laughs> patience, you know? Patience, patience is a lie. You feel me? Patience is a virtue. <laughs> Fact. So you said you were spinning somewhere um, soon? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this Thursday, I'll be at Salem State University. Uh, it'll be me, DJ Nice, and G's Money. We're going to have a battle of the DJs for a flag party. Uh, Friday, I'm doing Freak Nick in Providence. Um, Saturday, I got a nice little private John. Um, damn, I, I don't know if I should keep going with the list, but yeah. Uh, just make sure <laughs> just December 7th. Just booked uh, and busy. Yeah, December 7th, UMass Amherst. Uh, thankful for the waistline, uh, November 22nd. Hey, we got IQ from London coming through. Give them your booking info. Yeah, oh, yeah put the socials in there. Um, you can actually... Contact me. You can book me at my email, book DJ Dutch. Different. Yes, at gmail.com. I run that shit. You feel me? You good. You can also hit me on my IG, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, follow me uh, at DJ Dutch, D U T C H underscore. Uh, that's for IG, that's for Twitter, and that's for um, Snapchat as well if you want to rock with Snapchat. But um, yeah. Word. Follow me. So you've been listening to the Urban Product. It's your boy DME. It's your boy Cozy Rich. Girl Imani. It's your boy DJ Dutch. And we will catch y'all next week. Love, Deuce. Oh.